Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Coming up on TMS, I do not like these beans in my peen, Dr. Green. This is where his chode will go. Folding my arms during the theme. Don Nod's death montage. Step Fantasy Island. Adobe drops support for flash mobs. Tapping out a wiener. Rony Boney, the San Francisco treat. Cork dorks. Full view of hot tub land. Fifty shades of no. Socially distanced planking. Start with the lentils and work your way up. Yeah, see, it's Justin Robert Young, see, and more on this episode of The Morning stream see she today i was thinking about water so amazing water do you think you're a genius or a really sick person now picture that but everywhere this is the morning stream morning stream everybody i'm scott and he's brian it's uh august 24 2021 brian did you ever notice or you ever wonder if uh in the chat room they have this <clears throat> they have this tradition when this when this theme plays yes they all start typing tms yes do you think there's someone in there that just folds their arms sits back and refuses to participate in that oh i'm just- sure there are lots of people because i mean it's you know you see uh a big range of colors of names right because everyone's uh, avatar or uh, uh, screen name comes up with a different color and so you see this big rainbow but i'm sure there are people who who are like yeah it's fine i don't care i'm not gonna do that i don't need to participate in that yeah everybody else does enough of it so it's not like uh it's not like it requires everybody's participation. Not at all. I just always think of it as like a social experiment, like you would with yeah, any right. kind of group dynamic. Some people are going to want to all do the same things, and other people are going to want to go their own way or be rebellious sure. or go, I'm not going with the crowd or whatever. And I think there's a little layer. There's a little bit of that, just a tiny little bit. little bit. Have you ever, uh, I know you've never been part of a flash mob, or I assume you've never been part of a flash mob. I never have been part of a flash mob that I'm aware have of. You ever, I don't know. Have you ever been somewhere where a flash mob? happened uh i was i was in a place once where a whole bunch of people were when i rounded a corner this is downtown a whole bunch of people were there just dancing in the uh-huh. the street or the sidewalk area kind of part of this plaza and then yeah. it suddenly abruptly stopped and left so okay all right good. probably the tail yeah. end of one i don't know looks like you were there for the end of a flash mob yeah, yeah i've never i've ever actually never seen one live i've seen a ton on you know youtube and and in movies and tv shows and things like that but uh what's the state of the modern flash mob is it still a thing is it done is it played 
I think it's probably played. I mean, is it Flash played Bones. like, I don't know if it's played as bad as like uh, planking or, you know, some dumb thing like that. But, sure, sure. But I think Flash Mobs, uh, Drench Wildfire says he thinks they died in 2009 or so. I mean, that does feel like about the last time I was hearing about them in a major feels way. Feels about right, yeah. Yeah. And today, you're not, no one's doing them now. I mean, why would you? Right in the middle of Delta uh-huh. COVID. You're like, hey, you know what we <laughs> ought to do? Let's all cram into a bus and sing. Uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, you can do those uh, choreographed dance moves six feet apart wearing exactly. masks. Totally exactly. can. Totally yeah. fine. You can socially yes. distance your planking. So get it on. Get it going. And uh, Oh, according to DJ Stangle, TikTok mm. brought back flash mobs Boo. with Natasha Bedingfield, the singer Natasha Bedingfield. Really? She is a singer. She, uh, she is. She known for her, uh, her singing. She is. And this was... Uh, a so a rap song that she apparently commandeered into a flash mob by my guess. Okay. Okay. TikTok is a place where the next big thing is dictated by people who typically gather for nothing at all. Uh, Rony Boney's dance became popular after footage of the choreography done. Zubba Zubba. Let's see. Rony Boney. I love this Rony Boney. This this article makes it. Here he comes now. Say Rony Boney. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Rony Boy. <laughs> is, the, uh, is that the name? The it's not Rony Boney? Okay. No, but I think I want I want I want Rony Boney to be my new uh rap name myself. I, I think, think that's yeah. that's enough of a change that I could commandeer that one. Yeah, it's and, not, uh, take it's that. not bad. Yeah. Um but yeah, like uh you know, whatever. Trends on TikTok are are numerous and uh, sure. perhaps they'll uh, yeah. Know, Everybody look. wants to start a trend on uh TikTok. Yep. You want to be a trendsetter. Yeah. Not, not a trend follower. Yeah. But y'all end up doing it anyway, don't you? You you hear you see one guy do it, and then the rest of you feel like you got to do it. You yeah. dirty, dirty bastards, Rony Boney. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Uh, let's um, let's have a show. We got all sorts of shit. Yeah. Uh, I noticed you had a you seem to be having a good time last night. I was jealous. I did. I went to uh, a wine tasting with uh, the folks with Barry and Bobby Ann, and uh, uh, it was really cool. It was this place over here in Denver called Balustrary. Uh, vineyard and we had we had the bar basically to ourselves so it was a nice little socially distant thing nice um they gave us a little booklet um basically it was a a legal sheet folded in half that listed all their wines that we were going to be tasting Mm. with kind of little descriptions but we had a um a vintner there who was pouring um pouring our beakers so basically we had our wine glasses but then we had a beaker in front of us because of covid protocols right. he couldn't pour the wine directly into the, the vessel that we drank out of so he had to pour it into the beaker and then we picked up the beaker and poured it into our our wine glasses nice it only the and story were, would only be better if this was the muppet beaker but go ahead and these were like little uh little one ounce pours so not very much and we we sure. did try about 20 different wines so 20 ounces of wine um, in all different ranging from uh, whites or what they are, they have orange wines. They don't have whites because they keep the skins in on the fermentation process. So it changes the color and adds a little bit more tannin to even the whites. Usually, white wines are are far less tannin uh, or even no tannin compared to red wines, which have a lot of it and can sometimes give people headaches. Sure, but um, they keep the skins for their whites. So um, so that it adds a little bit of extra depth to the flavor and and kind of turns the the color um, a little bit orange. Do you get chunks? chunk? No, 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 no. Okay. It's always filtered. Like there's no 
no no chunks at all good or chunks chunks or chunks chunk free okay great that's right chunk free yeah uh so we had a whole bunch of, and basically what we would do is uh you know when you do a wine tasting you're thinking oh maybe i'll take a couple bottles home with me and so on this little form that they gave us this little booklet there was a little space next to each wine where we could make a little note and say oh yeah this one's really good or this one's okay put a couple stars or a, a yes or a, a number rating or whatever and i would put stars next to a couple of the ones that i really liked so uh, did the first page, flipped it open, folded it back, and then started working on the second page. And I got to the very bottom of the second page before I noticed that the booklet I had had previously been used. Oh. And the person who, and I know the person who had this booklet before me, uh, liked only one wine. And I know that English was probably not their first language because written in the uh, little little square, little uh, blank next to each one was the word, or was the, yeah, was the word C, S-I. Oh, oh. oh. C. The language that you're not necessarily speaking on the regular. Yeah. Basically just saying, uh, wine, yes. Yeah. <laughs> was this wine? Yes. <laughs> Wow. So right. uh, at that point, I switched my rating system to C, uh, muy bien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to be consistent. I feel you. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, not just the Malbecs, but all of the all the wines, and not just the Argentinian wines. Um, and, uh, you know, just had a really good time. Had some, we had a little charcuterie plate with some cheeses and meats and stuff like that. Mm. And, uh and, and sampled a bunch of really good wine. I came home with a with a half a case, so really just six bottles of wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the folks ended up, I think, with two full cases. They they really they 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 are cork dorks, as uh, Barry put. Is that Barry what they're it. called? As cork? That's dorks? what they call themselves. I don't know if that's an official oh. term, but I love the term cork dorks. That's really good. That's yeah. really good. I've never heard that, but I love that. That's fantastic. Now, it's a good thing that I had uh, only half a case because I had extra space in that box mm. for a bottle of uh, a Chicago drink, a Chicago liqueur mm. that um, that uh, Bobby Ann and Barry brought back for me from Chicago. Yeah. Something that you can really only find in Chicago for some reason. <laughs> and... Uh, and that is the most horrible drink in the world. I say that without any sense, sense of exaggeration or hyperbole. Yeah. Uh, freaking Malort. Yep. They brought me back a bottle of Malort. Of course they did. Of course they did. Why wouldn't they? Yes. You know? After all uh, our talk, after all your your talking about Malort, uh, yeah. you know, you're going to have some Malort. Are you going to give yeah. you know you have to give it? Give it to Dave. He'll he'll drink. I it. know. I don't think I don't think Dave's ever had Malort. So Dave, crazy neighbor Dave, is going to get to sample Malort this weekend. I don't have time for your crazy neighbor antics. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I love I love that. That's our new uh, yeah. crazy neighbor reference. Yeah. Uh, Anytime Dave comes up, I got I got you covered over here with a little button I can push. God, I almost want a T-shirt. This is I don't, I don't want any more of your crazy neighbor <laughs> antics, and I'll just wear it over there every once in a while. And <laughs> that's a great idea. All right, well that's cool. Though uh, they're yeah. such nice human beings, I miss them. I miss seeing they them. They really are. They also brought me something else, Scott. And uh -oh. um, uh -oh. Uh -oh. oh, please tell me you're going to do this today. Please tell me you're going to do it. Please, please. Today I won't do it today. We'll do it tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> All right, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, they also brought me something else, Scott. Uh, based on a comment I made during an episode of the show, and we were talking about. Um, a news story came up about 
uh, a new line of swimwear for men uh-huh. called the Brokini. Yeah, I remember this. And it's like, it's not the Borat, it's like a bikini bottom with like a toga strap that comes up from the bottom yeah. and goes up over the shoulder and then back down to... Yeah. Uh, it's like a stretched yeah, out back. bikini almost, like a bikini bottom that's like elongated. Well, it's stretched out, but it's got, but I mean, it has that weird strap for some reason. There's really no reason to have the strap for a guy like there's no there's no unless unless you have a suffer from no acid all your 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 butt will hold up your bikini bottoms just fine (laughs) this is good to know yes Uh, because at some point i'd really like to see brian in this thing is that what we're well you will at some point (laughs) however i will spare the chat room uh i i came out of the shower this morning said all right i gotta try this thing on and uh I put on. I still put on underwear. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not a not a Neanderthal here. Right, right. Uh, and I said, "All right, let's try this thing on." And so I put this thing on. And this is custom made. This is not. Uh, they did not go to the store and find this. Bobby Ann made this herself. Knitted oh herself gosh. from sparkly red, white, and blue star spandex material. Do you think she's like working on it, needling it, and going, "This is where his chode will go." Like that? <laughs> I, I imagine that was she probably had to force that thought from her mind. Because <laughs> uh, she so, had to work down in there, man. I mean, even Michelangelo, yeah. Michelangelo had to work on David's wiener for like a yeah, good couple exactly hours. right. That's yeah. true, and he had to sit there and say, "I'm tapping out a wiener out of stone. I'm tapping out a wiener, making a wiener." Could you shut the door? I'm tapping out. A, I'm tapping out a wiener. <laughs> I'm a, dong. a little privacy, please, while I tap out this wiener. Exactly. Anyway. So, uh, but sure enough, this thing amazingly fits. She had no guide to work on besides, you know, like a rough estimate of, of uh, um, my size and a typical XL kind of thing, I guess. But it uh, it fit well, probably too well. Yeah. Uh, I'll also be wearing bike shorts under this thing if I wear it on the show. And I think I will be wearing a t-shirt because uh, I'm not, I, I just, you know, no. I feel uh, you. I, I wouldn't do it. I'd not do this at all. This would not, I wouldn't even come close to this. So the fact that you're willing to have any sacrifice in this way is, <laughs> is uh, admirable. That's right. Exactly. That's, that's yes. amazing. So uh, is it like, so if I compared it to like one of those wrestler things, you know, like uh Andre the Giant wears like a big uh Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Sort of like that. Yeah, it's okay. kind of like uh well let's see. I mean, do we have a brocchini? Is there is there a photo? Yeah, right here actually. I will just put this. I mean, basically when you Google brocchini, you get them. You get them. Uh let's see. Brocchini. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> now is your is it the over the shoulder strap? Yeah, it's the over the shoulder strap. Oh, now the I single, can picture it fully. The single over the shoulder strap. Why are they wearing these? Just as a general. Yeah, I don't know. I don't huh. know. Okay. Oh, now see that thing you showed me yesterday. Now I can totally see it in the shape of this thing. Right. Exactly. Now you can kind of see how it how it fits in all this yeah. business. Chat room. I'll yeah. put one up so you can just see this one, and then you can Google. Yeah, it and I will yourself. tell you that I don't look any. I don't look nearly as good as this guy. Well, I'm going to argue that guy looks worse. Peter Torque haircut and his brocchini. (laughs) I'm going to argue he looks worse wearing a brocchini than he might if he just wore a pair of damn trunks. But you know, well, agreed. Yes, for sure. 
So there it is, chat. Now don't put it yes. on the other way, right? You don't want to upside down that thing. It's where the little you definitely don't want to. There's there's going to be some chafing, some writing, and some uh, pulling stuff out. Plus, I just don't know which hole my head would go through. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, how about this? Let's see. It's a problem. Horizontal, vertical. <laughs> Whoops! I just changed shoulders. <laughs> I was trying to flip it upside down and make people gross out, but it didn't. Oh, all right. <laughs> kind of like what you did with uh, Adele's face. Yeah, there you have it. Uh, <clears throat> well, all right. That's exciting. Exciting developments in Brian's life. Uh, yes. Thanks to the to Barry, Barry Ann, yes. and Bobby so, folks. So there you go. So we'll wear it. Uh, we'll wear it tomorrow for funsies. All right. I got a question. This is an ethics question. We're gonna have an ethics sure. class here this morning. Everybody, put your pencils down. Your number two pencils down. We're gonna talk about ethics for a moment. Sure. Um, and I'm going to ask Brian's advice in this case because he's also a neighbor. Now, he's got a crazy neighbor, and I don't – my neighbors aren't crazy. But sure. I have this question. And I think I may have brought this up before, but now it's becoming kind of a problem because the people that are living next door right now are heavily using their hot tub a lot. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, which is fine. It's great. I'd be have a hot tub. You should use it. But the people before them who actually built the hot tub and then lived there barely used it. They were hardly ever in that thing. And when they left and sold these new people, they came in and went, "Whoa, we're get, we're going to be in the hot tub all the time." So it is not uncommon for me. Just as a random moment of, I got to take the dog out. Mm-hmm. They'll be in their hot tub, and here's sure. the here's where all the ethics come in. Okay, it's not their fault, and it's not our fault. But when the hot tub was built, there was a pine tree. That is was in our yard on our side of the fence that was a big tree and it kind of provided a ton of coverage for their whole sure. yard. It was a great sure. big older tree. The problem is it got eaten by or got infested by, I forgot the name of it, but some kind of beetle that goes in and just eats the mm. core of these trees and kills them. Okay. And we couldn't kill it with pest control or anything. And so the tree died. And even though we let it go a whole nother summer to see if we could just deal with it, it just was dead. It was starting to turn into like dry, you know, almost a fire hazard kind of tree. And so, we had a tree. It died. It died. <laughs> it died. I don't know why it died. Anyway, so I pull, or uh, we pull it out. That's what we did. We yanked it. We yep. had uh, Richard, or uh, yep. Richard, my brother, or uh, wife's brother, Richard, came out here and did some manly work and, and helped me get it out. Some manly work. Yeah, he's, Good. Yes. he's a big buff guy. So, so we get that out of there. And now, if I just barely just even walk out onto the back porch from an mm-hmm. elevated position because you drop down to the main porch from there. Yep. I am. I have full view of hot tub land over there. Sure. hundred sure. percent of it. Like there's no, there's no, let's just say they're out there and they're, uh, and they're, uh, they're nudies. Let's say they're being sure. nude. Sure. They're not. Fine. They haven't. Right. They have, well, they, that I know of, they did. that I know of, yeah. but let's say they did. They would be in full view of me doing that. And I'm not trying sure. to look. I don't want to look. I'm not trying to bother them with their privacy because I think they yeah, should, should have shouldn't, it. You shouldn't have to change your behavior because a neighbor has a hot tub in the back of their yard. Right. But so what I feel like that's I, kind of where you're going with this. What right? should I do? Should I should I just because it's I mean, all don't, the time. Don't stand there. there and leer. Uh, you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think so anyway. But don't stand there and go. <laughs> you guys wearing, you guys wearing clothes under that hot boiling bubbly water. I can't see behind that bubble. You won't stand up just a little bit. Yeah, I'm if, not. I'm not. Doing if that. privacy was a concern for them, yeah. then they would do a little, put up a little like pergola with a 
um, a canvas shade on one side or something, right. right? I mean, they could easily do that and have a little privacy, and then they could, if it if it were a problem for them. So if it's not a problem for them, yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely shouldn't be a problem for you. Regardless, you shouldn't you shouldn't it's have not a to walk out me. on your porch and feel weird about looking in one direction. I guess I feel weird when I walk out and go. All right, let's go poop. Everybody poop. Let's poop. Like you- just a lot of dog poop talk, <laughs> you know, because I got three dogs and I'm trying to get them to all well, take a dump. As long as there's a dog with you, yeah. But if you're going out alone, yeah, then, yeah you should feel weird about that. Now, sometimes I will go out alone and I'm just and want say to everybody chill. poop. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just going out to chill because I'm like it's I don't want to read a comic outside, yeah. something like that. So I'll go outside, open a comic, sit in the chair, and then I'll hear them get in the hot tub. Sure. And now I'm like. Should I make a little noise just so they know that someone's around so they're not like saying stuff or, you know, not that I can hear them that well over the hum of the thing or any of that, but you know what I mean? Uh, uh, <laughs> is that what you're thinking you need to do with the, yeah, like, like uh, so what? Uh, like, whoo, what a night we're having. And the, or I don't know, whatever I'd say. I they're don't know what it, it aware that they have neighbors. They're, <laughs> you know, they should be anyway. They, they're fully aware that they are not out in a log cabin in the middle of the mountains with nobody for miles. Yeah. So if they say something stupid, like, oh, look at your your wieners growing under the bubbly water, <laughs> then that's on them. And also it's good show content if they were to say that's that. That's a good point. Arcadudius, or however you say your name in the chat, says maybe they're waiting for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're from Oklahoma. Now, do you, they don't do you, want me. You're on friendly terms with them, right? So you can go, hey, how you doing? Oh, and, yeah. And I wave all the time. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It just feels like it's a, they're in a vulnerable in the hot tub position and I'm walking around in my, you know. Fair choice. Yeah, I like know. I said, and they could so easily put something, they, they probably have a wooden deck around it or something, right? Yeah. They Well, they have a, it's not like a deck, but there's, yeah, you're right. It's Maybe it is kind of a deck, but they have a thing around it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and it's not like. It's not like they're right there, like we're living in Britain and everybody's backyards or gardens, as they call them, are like bumping up next to each other. It's not like that, right, but right. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's. T- you, I would think the same way. And it's like when uh, when the um, uh, crazy neighbors are out, and maybe they've got uh, a family over or something, and yeah. we're out on our back patio as well. Um, I avoid looking over there to make eye contact to not make it look like I'm <laughs> yeah. oh what are you guys doing over there boy that that food sure smells good what is that veggie lasagna yeah that's exactly and, what I'm talking about there's a feeling of not, like just right. I, I don't want to be seen I don't want to bug I don't want them to even sure. think about it like sure I don't know but we don't live yeah, in that no, I, I totally I totally get that and I would do the same thing yeah uh, I had a security camera out there. We took it out after the tree came down because of this reason. I didn't want to have a oh, camera really? facing yeah. somebody's hot tub. It was weird. But yeah, is there a way to put it back up and have it face a different way? Yeah, we just changed the changed the location so it's it shoots sure. like the long way down, which is just my yard. Doesn't catch any outside yep. stuff. So, yep. Anyway, uh, it's all very weird, and uh, I'm, glad that, I'm glad. I'm glad. Put yeah. They should just put up a little if they if they want uh, privacy, then it's such an easy half day task to get uh, get some wood, put up a little. Well, it's more than probably a half day task if you want to do it right. <laughs> do up like a nice pergola. Sure, but you could get one of those like uh, you know, it's on a stand, it pops up, it opens up, 
you know, oh sure, trade shade sure. or whatever. You could do something like that if you wanted to. <laughs> a little little trade show. Yeah. Uh, one of those trade show uh canvas things you pull down. <laughs> sure, why not? I could sure. you know what I could do? I could go uh replant a tree and give it twenty years and then they got all the coverage they need. You could. I mean you could get a tree that that, you know, is not not a piece of shit just a covered in seedling or yeah. sapling. You yeah. could probably get a a mid sized tree and put it up there. That's true. If you, if you were worried about it, but again, that's well, I'm not. If really. you don't want a tree there, that sounds like it money. Be, and, that sounds like money and labor. Also, I don't want to do any of that. You know, right, right. Yeah. No, if you don't want a tree there, you shouldn't have to put a tree there. All right, awkward glances. It is. That's the new norm. Yeah, that's the yeah. new normal. And just you know, just you know, throw out a hey hand check. Ha ha, gotcha. Nah. You know, so stuff <laughs> like that, like little. You know, play it up. Have some fun. Have some uh, some fun stuff to say to them. Like uh, sometimes they're back there looking like they're asleep. So I should go. Uh, really? Wakey, wakey, hands off, snakey, or something like that. Just <laughs> there you to, go. Hey, when's the soup going to be done? You know, yeah. stuff like that. Just uh, yeah. Why not? Or do dog whistles and have their dogs go crazy? They have three dogs. That'd be cool. That's not a bad idea. There you go. That's right. great. I'll, yeah, fill, I'll, be... I'll fill you guys in on whatever happens. Of course, all of its potential show content. So you know. We always cultivate that when we can. Yep, absolutely. All right. Brian, it's time for the news, so I'm going to push this button that will make it official. It's time for the news brought to you by... Brought to you by Soundography. Got a brand new episode. It's another You Gotta Listen to This episode. A single album that that uh, either one of our friends or a, uh, a fan of the show, a patron, makes us listen to. And this is our final one of these You Gotta Listen to This. Is, uh, we have a special guest for this one, Tobias Hieta. Makes us listen to some Norwegian symphonic metal. Probably can guess what band I'm talking about. Mm. Uh, and we enjoyed it. But... How much do we enjoy it? Well, you'll just have to listen to the show to find out. Soundography.com. Nice. You're going to get more. You'll never get more Norwegian metal than you will through that show over time. I, I'm telling you. That's, <laughs> that's the place through to Soundography, get it. you think? Yeah. Really? I think that's the place you get it because Hammond is always sneaking it in. He's always trying to get oh, it. Oh, he's, he's the prog rocker, man. This, I think this is our first. I think this is our first Norwegian metal we've had on Soundography. Now, on Beyond the Playlist, he's had some. He's had quite a bit of Norwegian metal. Yeah, I think he has the a symphonic taste for metal. it. And I think it's gross. Yeah. Just kidding. It's do whatever you got to do. Hey, you be <laughs> uh, and yes, it is Nightwish, Icor, hundred percent. Oh my gosh, it is not. I know Nightwish. What wow. Nightwish? What? Ah, Nightwish. I remember for a while they were supposed to be the cool thing I was supposed to check out, and I never, I never. They are a it. cool thing you got to check out, and yeah. uh, we get some history on the band. Apparently, there was a lot of strife between their original lead vocalist and their current lead vocalist, who is, um, in my opinion and in the opinion of our guest, far better. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, go go check out check out this episode we actually listened to an album that's kind of a cross it's a live album so it's kind of a live and greatest hits which kind of breaks our rule usually for you gotta listen to this the unwritten rule mm-hmm. um and uh but we still we let it we let it go through because it was so good there's a little tiny man in that band a little tiny man at the end look, oh is there really yeah look chat here i'll put it in the discord look at this little tiny man here i'll send it to you yeah send it to me too yeah here you go incoming He's just a little, uh, a little <laughs> tiny man over there. See him? A the little end? tiny man. Yeah. He's just oh, chilling. Oh, the guy on the right? Yeah. He's just like, hey, 
And the rest Actually, of them are probably they're wet, Norwegian. Like... They're floating a few inches above the ground. <laughs> he just he's wearing heavy shoes. Right. The alcohol, the copious amounts of alcohol and drugs make their skin less translucent than when they were originally floating, <laughs> but they still float. Well, plus uh, that lead singer, I believe, is from uh, the Netherlands. Oh, oh, they're okay. Finnish. They're not Norwegian. They're Finnish. Oh, okay. they're Finnish. Oh, even more. Finnish. So they're totally translucent. Then they float yeah, totally a few tra- inches totally. above the ground. They're translucent. They know mage powers. That's right. They're that's, that's what they right. do. She's still, I think she is still from the Netherlands. And that language is hard to penetrate, not because it's a hard language, but because it's a freaking magical origin and comes from like the, uh, the ancient elves, right? <laughs> the, so, the druids. The druids. <laughs> Those cool druids. All right, here's this first story for you. A man was rushed to an ER. That's a that's an emergency room in a hospital. Sure, an uh, ER. Uh-huh. With I be- saw the show. With beans in his peen. With beans in his peen. Yeah. Was his name Dr. Seuss? No, but it should have been. Did he go to see Dr. Seuss? <laughs> Tell me you. how you got the beans in your peen. Well, Doc, I don't know how I got beans in my peen. They were in my spleen, but then they, they then I used a machine peen. and it pulled. <laughs> I used the machine to put them in my peen. <laughs> I do not like these beans in my peen. I do not like them, Dr. Green. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. I want the whole book. Oh, my God. I want this book. I want to make this book right now. Yeah, why don't we make this book? Um, Okay, so this guy, Paul sent this in, by the way. I just want to give Paul some credit. Uh, Thank you for thinking of us. Yeah. Gosh, what made you think think we'd like this story, uh, Paul? Yeah, weird. Weird, Paul. Weird. Uh, So, anyway, this guy's rest of the thing. Here's the deal. Um, This guy, this is one of those articles that's written like someone's making an essay. But, anyway. Uh, this writer says, I love opening my mailbox to find generous uh, TJ Maxx coupons. I love what? when my nosy neighbor brings me a scone because he baked too many and wants to peer inside my apartment. I love walking down the street and hearing a man scream in agony because he's crammed six kidney beans up his urethra. Ah, life's little miracles. Like Good I said, Lord. it's written like, you know, wow. fancy schmancy. Uh, I'm, you know, this guy's writing a, a column, not a story. We asked for the news, not the weather. <laughs> yeah, what are, you, what are you doing here, buddy? Anyway, it says the aforementioned bean-filled urethra belongs to a 30-year-old Michigan man who, uh, per the Daily Mail, inserted the beans for sex stuff. Mm. Whatever. Rowan Atkinson uh, could not be reached for comment. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a weird thing. But anyway, uh, the Daily Mail explains that the man was initially planning to express the beans. <laughs> I hate that. Does that just sound horrible? Yeah. Does oh that sound gosh. like... Yeah. <laughs> Ting 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 ting, <laughs> hitting like a hitting like a, a brass bucket or something. Uh, oh my gosh! Anyway, he says he was trying to do that. Um, okay, uh, when natural emission failed, oh geez, the man, <laughs> the man <laughs> expresses he's expressing an emission. And- yeah, an emission. All my favorite words. The man yeah. tried to pluck the beans out with tweezers. When that uh. failed. He went to the hospital. There he confessed that he, uh, that he was a fairly experienced bean inserter, but had never attempted to utilize this many beans at once. So what do you think? Should... <laughs> uh, like, uh, 50 shades of no, is, is what I think. Uh, it sounds horrendous. Yeah, there is... Listen, I, I, I feel like I'm a pretty open-minded guy. Uh, sure. No judgment I, from Brian, you know? Sure. Right. While I've never, you know, I've never really inserted anything to any of my orifices, that 
honestly would be the last place I'd put something. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a... That is an exit-only zone for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like... Yeah. yeah. Nope, uh, not uh, even... Uh, un- unloading, not even no loading. Bit. It's a no-loading zone. Right, yeah. right. And I've heard things. I've read I've read um, Chuck Palahniuk sto- short stories about um, stuff. Yeah. I'm just wondering why you'd... Okay, let me. I'm going to oh, ask a hard. I'm going to ask a horrifying. Hard, this is a hard question. I'm going to ask everybody in the universe. All right. Okay, Here's the hard right. question. Are you? What's your question? Are you running out? <laughs> are you running out of I? And like, at what point did you go? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I've, we've done everything. It's all we've done it all, dear. Uh, yeah, how about yeah. get those beans and let's go to next next level? I I, I just can't. I, I don't. Oh, you know, it starts with. Hey, I had a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I go through this. Every you know, time. you were saying we need to spice up our sex life a little bit. Yeah. Here, how about some beans? How about some beans? No, in our uh, in your, in your... Oh no! Honey. Oh no! Honey, Let's no. go kidney. Yeah. Get the big ones, dear. Get the that's big right. ones. I'm allergic to soy, so make sure they're kidney. Um, um, all right. Anyway, that's gross. We'll move on to the story now. Yeah. Speaking of a guy who probably tried this, let's start with uh, let's start with lentils, dude. Oh yeah, and work, then work, work your way up. up. Exactly. Oh, little tiny lentil beans. <laughs> that I could deal with. Uh, TV's fun. Did I ever tell you about the time I put a number of beans in my urethra? <laughs> oh, that wins. I don't know why that wins, but it wins. TV's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm having too much fun here. Okay. Here's a story about a guy who probably had beans in his ween at one point. Sure. Uh, Hugh Hefner. It's not really about him, but uh, you can Never now be beans, yeah. uh-huh. you can be buried next to Hugh Hefner and Marilyn Monroe, meaning nestled between the two. Yeah, yeah. So, well, next next to them. Uh, he's right next to her, so there's not a space between them. Oh, you have to be on one side or the other, I guess. Yeah, This uh, we've been there. We've been to Forest... No, Pierce Brothers. That's it. Yeah, uh, Pierce Brothers Westwood Village Memorial Park in L.A. Oh, wow. We've been to this cemetery and because tina is a huge Marilyn monroe fan so years ago when we went to la that was one of the things that she really wanted to do was go and see him and this is where a ton of um uh a ton of musicians frank zappa's buried there um uh, the velvet fog uh um whose name i can't remember all of us i remember uh, him as the velvet fog mel torme mel torme right mel torme don knotts uh Sam Simon, or no, not, maybe not Sam Simon. One of the Simpsons writers um, who actually has like one, a really funny gravestone. I think with a dog sitting next to it, a stone dog. Oh, sitting next that's to it—that's adorable. Um, anyway, we've been there, and it is a huge point of contention with Tina. I can't believe that Hugh Hefner would pay to be put next to Marilyn Monroe. What a dick! You know, like basically she. <laughs> Like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Like, say, oh, I'm going to be stuck right next to Marilyn Monroe for eternity. <laughs> this was my plan all along. Exactly. Yes. it's uh, Tina was not happy about that whole situation. That's hilarious. Is there someone else she would prefer be next to him, as she ever said? Like, next to next him to or her. next to her? Next I mean, to her. She rather. died first. Um, I mean, yeah, like put James Dean or put other actors of that era uh, even one of her husbands, um, or or guys that she was, you know, Joe DiMaggio or Norman Mailer, or, or I'm trying to remember. 
Well, those those guys were attached to her, weren't they? Yeah, I think at some point as writers connected and to stuff. her at some point. Yeah, but not not friggin' Hugh Hefner. It's like oh yeah, JFK. <laughs> put JFK next to yeah, her. Yeah, put him down next to JFK. Yeah. We, we all pretty much know what was going on there. So I don't think I don't think Jackie Onassis would have any problem with nah, that. She's uh, fine. She's still alive, or she dead? She's alive, isn't she? Is Jackie Onassis um, Kennedy lady alive? I Former think Jackie Onassis. Oh no, she died. Wow, she died way back in 1994. Wow. Okay. Oh shit. Wow, I thought she <laughs> was still alive. Okay, good. Well. We won't we won't be killing her by talking about her on the show then. That's no, good. No, we will not be doing that. Um <clears throat> Can't so, blame us for that one, folks. That no. was back in nineteen ninety four. Well, for two million bucks you can have the one that's open. So Okay. Ha- and it's next to the two of them? Yeah, it's the next to two the two of them. It's proximity anyway. Uh for all eternity. And apparently Don Could- knots down the row going, Hey, Andy, Andy, Yeah, he is. He's totally yeah. He has a cool gravestone. He's got like etched in his gravestone are photos or not photo like etchings of him in all of his most famous roles so of course um barney fife but then you've got mr limpet you've got um oh uh, look at that that's furry or whatever i mean you've got a bunch it's like a montage it's a don nuts montage on his i'm looking at it now this is really cool look at that yeah i mean if you're a don nuts fan you'd be super into this let's see oh yeah so let's there's the Barney Fife's very uh, prominent. I see hot lead and cold yeah. feet Don Knotts up top. Love that. Yeah, movie. right. As a kid. Uh, Mr. Limpet, like you said. What's the space guy one? I can't remember the space one. Uh, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, they're they're not going to use his. Uh, wasn't he on that? What was the movie that had the um, the town that was in black and white and the rest of the world was color? I, I want to say. Oh, uh, 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 Kirsten Dunst, maybe? yeah, that was um, and Spider Man was. In Welcome it. to Pleasantville. Pleasantville, just Pleasantville. Pleasantville okay, yeah. Yep. Oh, just Pleasantville. Okay, yeah. And it had it had Spider Man or original Spider or what's his name, right? McGuire, right? Uh, McGuire, Toby McGuire. Yeah. yeah, and it uh, right. They're not using that photo. No, no. <laughs> no I, see, I really don't see Mister Furley on there either. No, and I want to see that fish <laughs> when he's a fish in the Disney thing. I want to see him looking like a fish. That'd be cool. Yeah, the Mr. Talent, Mr. Limpet. Wasn't Limpet, that that one? Or the is actual, that a different one? But the actual fish form. You know what I mean? Not yes. Live right, form. right, right. Yeah. I want the little fish man. No, but how cool is that? Like, I want a, I want a, a, a collage of my greatest hits on my gravestone. <laughs> All right. Could I get this $2 million gravestone next to Marilyn Monroe and Hugh Hefner and, and change my name to F... Hugh Hefner. So first initial F. Oh. Middle name Hugh. Last name Hefner. Yeah, do that. I, I would. I would approve your idea. Could I? Can I go fund me this this yeah. project? So I'll be. I will change my name, my legal name, to F. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. And and get that uh, that crypt right next to Hugh Hefner and Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Tina will Tina will adore me forever for doing that. Yeah. I will forever be known as F. Hugh Hefner. Yeah, it'll never be a problem. <laughs> it'll all be good. It all worked the time. for Murray Abraham. Yeah. Well, I guess it didn't work for Murray Abraham. What did I see him in the other day? And every time he came on, I go F. Murray Abraham, and my wife was like, "We're not." I hope watch it this was anymore. Mythic Quest because that's a great show. No, I heard he was in that though. Oh, oh, yeah. it's when we were it's when we were binging uh, Homeland. And uh, he was in that. He was an FBI director guy in Homeland. Mm-hmm. And uh, so every time we come on screen, like there's Claire Danes doing her thing, bah, 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 rocking around, whatever, making pa- bad life to choices. And then, you know, redhead uh, guy from uh, 
band of brothers walking around doing his shit. Right. And then in comes right. F. Murray Abraham, and everything's quiet in the, be- in the living room. We're all watching it. And I'd go, F. Murray Abraham. And Jim's like, we're not watching <laughs> this show. wrote in on. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, he's he great, an and he's, he's really good in Mythic Quest. You need to check that show out, because he's... Think of it as, you know, quit, people should quit lumping it as a video game show. It's not. It's an office comedy with, like, your typical office They just happen characters. to be in the business of that, and it's not... Right, I've heard exactly. that same thing from other people, which I really like that that's exactly. the case. This is about inner office relationships in an industry, but the industry's not the key. The key is the characters, and that's... That exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like Superstore. It's not like... Oh well, you know it's a it's a show about uh, Target and Walmart and uh, what it's like to work there. No, it's a show. It's an office comedy that just happens to take place in a in a giant superstore. Exactly, and everyone should be watching that as well. It's very good. Uh, all right. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, a little bit more so, on this. Um, so you got Natalie Wood, Truman Capote. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Uh, two spots down from Monroe with Hugh Hefner in between them. Uh, there's this granite plot in question, which was uh, purchased in 1997 by theatrical composer and lyricist Jerry Herman, known for his work as composer for Hello, Dolly. Hello, Hello Dolly. Ma'am, Mame. Mommy. How I love you. How I love you, mommy. Uh, La Cage à Foles. La Cage à Foles. La Cage à Foles. Again, French kills me every time. Um, <laughs> following his death, he ended up buried next to his mother in New Jersey. So that's why this plot never got used. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So somebody bought this. It's prime real estate, and then uh, uh, and then gave it up. Yep. Yep. To it's, be buried next to his mother in New Jersey. And his his goddaughter uh, Jane Dorian told the Wall Street Journal, "Quote that plot is next to the two sexiest people that were ever alive." Oh, I'd like to raise my hand uh, and have an objection about one of them. One of them was yeah. kind of a weird pervert in a, in a freaking I think day you're, coat. I think you're confusing sexiest with sexist. <laughs> I, I sipped that tea at the exact wrong moment. Perfect. I waited. I oh. saw. I saw that. I saw that I had this one. It was a chance I had to take. Oh, I can actually. It, it was coming out my nose, and I can smell. I can smell the tea. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was funny. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I disagree on the Hefner second yeah. part. That's yeah, the, the two sexiest people? So, I mean, there are women in the chat today, uh, and I don't know, maybe some men that are into the dudes. Can you guys tell me, do you think Hugh Hefner was ever, even in his back in his like you know cool cat 60s days where he's walking around his apartment with his stupid pipe and everything, like was any of right. that ever attractive? I mean, no, right? Uh, hell, hell no, no, everyone's saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was definitely maybe maybe dudes. they're talking about Natalie Wood because Natalie Wood was beautiful. She was and, gorgeous. Uh, Natalie Wood. So was maybe if yeah. no, because he really does. The, the Herman's goddaughter really says there's Marilyn Monroe, Hugh Hefner, then Jerry's. Yeah, and then Jerry. My my. The, gra- he's my, next to the two sexiest people <laughs> were ever alive. My God, it's yeah. like get this woman's eyes checked because it's not even just like you know the two most popular people or even. Two very attractive people, the two sexiest people that were ever alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's crazy. That is a an honorific that it never should be applied. Uh, Natalie Wood would have been near eighty now. Uh, oh wow, she died at forty three in nineteen eighty one while filming not not on the set, but they were filming that brain thing, brain fart. What was it called? Uh, brainstorm. Brainstorm, which brainstorm. I loved. 
yeah. of that movie. But uh, so they kept using weird shots of her in that. And I remember even as a kid thinking something was off. Um, but then didn't Robert Wagner get in trouble for killing Robert her Wagner did. Christopher Walken was on the boat. Uh, um, but had nothing to do with it. He says, I mean, I believe him. You believe I believe yeah. Christopher Walken. I mean, what's he, what's he going to, I mean, what would he do? What would he, he was never going to push her in. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, but that extent, yes, there is a reason he was on the boat. They were all in that movie and we're all sort of having fun and celebrating or whatever. But Wagner, I don't trust that guy. Something about yeah, him. Exactly. When they met, it was Maida. <laughs> Most foul. Can I'm going to confess something, Scott? Do it. I hate. I hated this, and I hated that I did this. So I told you I watched uh, the first episode of uh, the new Fantasy Island on Fox oh, no. just to see how what hot garbage it was. Oh, no. Apple TV said, "Hey, new episode of uh, Fantasy Islands up. You want to watch it?" It was Sunday morning. I just watched a bunch of episodes of of uh, Superstore while I was making breakfast and yeah. eating the stuff. I'm like, "All right, put it on." <laughs> Is it just as bad? Did it get better? This this episode featured uh, the guy who played. Do you remember um, on Lost? Yeah. It does feel like there's going to be a, you know, like everybody from Lost come come do this show. Do you remember the, uh, so he was the, the guy in the video that they saw. Oh, um, um, I know who you mean. A Japanese actor. Um, Japanese actor. And he was like. Uh, he's great. Uh, uh, he is great. Yes. And I can't remember. can't remember his character. Hanzo. Uh, Hanzo? Hanzo something. Wasn't he in, um, he was in the, the devs thing that I love, that we love so much. He was in devs as well. Yes. Yeah, yes, great. he was. Yeah, I love that guy. Uh, anyway, so he, he had been living on the island dealing with grief. Um, uh, and he, he, his deal was that he could sleep for five years at a time, but he'd have to wake up and be awake for 48 hours. So he yeah. was already on the island in a little, in a little place. Oh, um, That's an interesting he, idea. He, he woke up and said, "All right, well, let Rourke know I'm awake." And and so she hangs out with him and says, "And he's still still uh, dealing with the grief. Do you want to do you want to make the wake up permanent now? Nope. I'm going to go back to sleep as soon as this 48 hours is over. I can't deal with the grief. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then she finds a dog for him and he decides to stay alive, like to stay awake. And then and then the other fantasy was a couple who didn't get off the plane like normal people. No, they parachuted down from the plane because they're thrill seekers oh, and they're looking their man. fantasy is the ultimate thrill. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Rourke pulls a whole like uh, Freaky Friday body swap uh, on them so that she's in his body and he's in her body and boy the hijinks. Oh man. The whole uh, the, the hijinks and uh uh Oh, what was I going to say? It's just, it's just so dumb. It sounds uh, so dumb. It sounds terrible. I'm sad that actor slumming in this. He's great, and uh, he was also the ex- on the Expanse. He played, um, yes. Uh, what's his name? He's great in that. Can't think of his name. What's his uh, name? Yeah, I wish I could remember his. Uh, I can't remember his name. You have it up in front of you, then? No, probably. I'm going to bring it up. Let's see here. Because um, I want to know. We have to know now. We've given this yes, guy all right. this airtime, and we haven't. Said shit He's about the guy it. who originally set up the Dharma Initiative. All right, I think I found it. It is no, that's Enright. Hold on. Um, oh man, why is this? Why right, is this I'm so hard to find, find him? Right here. There's a uh, oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's see. 
Oliver Hanzo? No, not Oliver Hanzo. That's who was who I was thinking was uh, Oliver Hanzo, but it wasn't because um, he was the head, but didn't. Uh... I'm looking. It's I can't. Find... Why is this so hard to find? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're, there's there's three people who are like, oh yeah, I hope they figure this out, and then there's a bunch of people who are saying, oh come on, move move on, yeah, move past it. But I sometimes you have to know, you know. I know I, it's going to drive me nuts until I know. So I can't believe Pierre not... Chang, Doctor Chang. That's it. Okay. Thank you, uh, Necrosack, for finally. Uh, yeah. There he is, right there. There he is, yeah. Played cool. by Francois Chow. That's his name. It's a f- weird French name. He's Canadian, I think. Yes. Uh, that that yes. guy's great. He is great. That guy is yeah. excellent in everything that he does. Uh, yeah. There's oh, his he's going to be. Oh no, I was going to say, is he going to be in Shang Chi? But no, that's just another. That's like fall TV movie guide. Oh. Lost the Tick, The Expanse. They're both, uh, both him and. Um, uh, Zhang from uh, your 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 Shang Chi guy. I can't think of his name. All of a sudden, anyway, he's in. Uh, he was also in uh, the Expanse. Had oh, really? Cool. Small small role, but uh, was in. Yeah. The so, event. all right. So, uh, one more thing about this stupid show. Um, so during this whole little body swap deal, yeah, the woman in the guy's body goes to a bar on the island uh-huh. and a bunch of uh, like says the wrong thing to a couple of guys and says well I'm tough because I'm a guy now and gets the gets his block knocked off okay <laughs> are these people in the bar also having a fantasy on fantasy island <laughs> you can't ask those questions that's too- like is that is it their fantasy to sit in a bar and have a bar fight or well, what I always and- assumed was back in the like the old one is that he always had all these people set up kind of like not like holodeck but uh, or Westworld but kind of like that where people were hired to be ready sure, for like, whatever like actors or kind of yeah. thing right uh, true also yeah. let's say you know you're uh, how do you how do you take work off uh, to go to Fantasy Island, do you say, "Oh, it's going to be exactly two weeks"? Yeah, right. Do you know that your fantasy is going to be uh, fulfilled in exactly two weeks or nine days? Or do they give you a time frame? How do you know when to book your ticket back? Right, right. Plus, you know that in real life, these would all be like gnarly sex fantasies anyway. Oh, it totally would. Exactly. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's another stepmother. Yeah. Oh, for Not, Pete's the, sake. The last bring thing you do is uh, bring in Nancy. Hey, Nancy, you got to play another stepmother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's who just caught her her stepson masturbating and is gonna you know teach him <laughs> you know that's what it would have been like if, if, that's, if they, all it that's all it would be, it would be. The top five list on on porn tube or yeah. whatever it is you porn yeah this is this is like uh only fans after the change i guess that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so weird all right uh we're gonna take a break when we uh, come back i have it on good authority that justin robert young will be joining us and that'll be great because, you know, Justin's Tuesday. Come on now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's coming up and uh, some other stuff after that. So stick around. Brian, you want to do us a break song of some kind, please? By golly, I do. And we're going to experience the Mandela effect right now. Why? Because the artist we're about to play is a guy named Mandela. He is a friend of Jamie's, TMS Mashups Jamie, and, uh, and, and sent his song through Jamie to us. And... Uh, 
oh, I'm digging this thing so much. This is so good. The song's called Lifetime. You can find it on YouTube, Mandela uh, YouTube. He's getting ready to release his first EP or release an EP called The L, which comes out October 1st, 2021. This is the first single from that EP. Um, I loved it the second I heard it, so I was so glad that Jamie sent this over. Here's Mandela and Lifetime. expected to discuss his agenda for the remaining 17 months of his pregnancy. And I love factories. And I love nude women. <laughs> the Morning Stream. Look out, Muppets! Muppets! 
you thought that sounded like David Lynch, you'd be correct. That was David Lynch. <laughs> oh, that was David Lynch yeah. who likes factories and he nude women? Factories and nude women, apparently. Okay. All right. Hey, good on you there, buddy. Yeah. Do your best. Uh, hey, uh, that song, who was that again? Oh, yeah. That song that we just heard was Lifetime by Mandela. Make sure to check out his brand new EP coming out October 1st called The L. Ooh. It's like the L train. Is that the, like the L train. It's not the reference. Yes, it. actually it is. Yeah, is probably. It? Okay. Some uh-huh. kind of Chicago-y L train kind of. I don't know uh, if he's from Chicago, but um, that is the nickname given to the elevated train in Chicago. Yeah. The L. I've been on that train one time. That's when I, uh, I had to I had to go home and see my wife and then remember that John Candy had nowhere to go on Thanksgiving. So I had to, had to take Oh, yeah. I remember that time. Yeah. yeah. And and, uh, and the song, the, uh, a horrible cover of Every Time You Go Away yeah. was playing in your head during that whole yeah, thing. The worst, yeah. the worst cover of that song ever made. All right, I'm going to play this now. Check this out. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Joining us on the line from his studios in Austin, Texas, we have one Justin Robert Young joining us. Justin, welcome. How are you? I don't think Ra's al Ghul ever made it off that train. No, he never did. <laughs> he never did. I've got a particular set of skills. Yeah, except getting off this train at the most right moment. I, wonder, I always wondered, like, right. in that scene, we are presuming him dead. Uh, yeah. But I always thought Nolan would figure out some way to pry him up and get him out again. Because, you know, he's a comic book character. Everyone lives forever. So why not? Yeah, Nolan doesn't like the spooky. Yeah, that's Everything's got to be science explained. Yeah. And so I think I think the, 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 the pit of regeneration was maybe a bridge too far for old... Old old Nolan. Yeah. Liam Neeson, you know, he gets out of a lot of a lot of real frisky situations, but this one sorry, buddy. You're done. No, being crushed by a train because Batman I don't have to save you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that thing that his vocalization on that doesn't is the least you know how you always talk about things in movies that don't hold up? I'm telling you right now, maybe if there's a top one hundred of all time in Hollywood, it's in the top five of the worst decisions. It's so bad, dude. So bad. Okay, number one, it's not even the worst vocal decision of that franchise when Bane is involved. But like, uh, I like Bane. You're insane. No Bane was punishment great. shall be severe. Much right. more severe. Here's, here's the thing. I actually, I liked both, right? Uh, you they merely were, like, inherited the darkness. I was born in it. <laughs> Molded by it. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that, that there's, there's a line between iconic yeah and a fine line between iconic and mockable sure because everybody can do certain everybody can do an arnold schwarzenegger impression yeah but the further we get away from arnold schwarzenegger's fame and everybody doing it and it being synonymous with with being hacky or annoying the more we're gonna look back and be like oh my god what an iconic voice in the same way that like what is it edward g robinson that does the like Mm -hmm. (laughs) dirty man like nobody Living <laughs> the G. Robinson movie, but everybody knows, like, yeah, man. I bet yeah, you back in the day, people were like, "That sucks. Why does he do that dumb thing, the meh thing?" I yeah, hate it. No, you're right. It's a thing of its time, I suppose. But I just, I go back to it now. We watched Dark Knight not that long ago, and I just thought, this is so bad. It's but at the time, like nobody it. said, "Oh, that silly voice Edward G. Robinson is doing right." Because at the time when we saw, oh, then. Uh, Huh? What'd you say? Did we know that nobody was like, that's a stupid thing? No, yeah, we you don't think know. that they said that back then? They might like, have. Back at the time? They, they, might on, have. they were on forums and they were like, this sucks. 
<laughs> you know, did you hear that Edward G. Robinson voice in the latest talkie? Ah, he's terrible. Uh, he sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Like everybody did back then. But I don't know. Like, uh, I think, I guess I'm going to, okay, here's, here's my final take on this. Okay. Uh, the Christian Bale voice is a bad idea, but a, but a good trilogy of films. The, uh, the Ben Affleck voice modulator is a cool idea. But everything else sucks that he that sure. happened over there. So I wish there was a way you could go back in time and say, "Look, Nolan, what you need to do: take an idea from the comics. You got yeah. uh, Batman occasionally had a, a a little thing built into his deal to make him sound a little lower, different, hard to understand, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Give him that, and don't ask Christian Bale to do it, especially in front of uh, Alfred, who knows who the f he is. Well, <laughs> Alfred doesn't care. You don't go. Listen, Alfred, I got it. No, he knows who you are. These little the one guy. This <laughs> is an interesting guy. choice in terms of the movie that Christopher Nolan wanted to make because all of the Christopher Nolan movies, Bruce Wayne is the center of the story. Right. Right. Batman is a thing that Bruce Wayne does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In in the Snyder movies, Batman is the character. Hmm. Right. And and he occasionally he he goes into hibernation as Bruce Wayne, right? I agree. Yeah, uh, that's a so very good distinction. Yes, there, there's like uh, I think it almost makes sense as a character decision to be like, no, it feels weirder when Bruce Wayne is Batman because all of this should feel weird. Yeah. He's in a rubber suit jumping around the city <laughs> like a ding dong. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, This will be a so it's going to be interesting to see what this new thing looks like from the perspective of sort of all right, we've done everything from you know the the campy end to the the more serious take itself too seriously end to the kind of now he's just one of a group of people sort of Justice League end. Here's a chance to look at Batman kind of fresh and uh, Mm -hmm. do it while he's younger and he's like more freshly the new Batman and. You know, we'll take some some different kind of um, inspiration from the comics. Like, I actually really excited about this new yeah. direction. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. It feels a little finchery, doesn't it? A little, but this that director, um, can't think of his name. He did the last two uh, Planet of the Apes movies. He's he's really yeah. He's got a great. No, he's he's good. I, yeah. I I I I loved both those those Planet of the Apes movies. I thought they were both really good. Uh, but yeah, it feels it feels a little finchery. Which I mean, to be fair would seem to be like if david fincher was going to do a superhero movie you would imagine it would be would be batman would be a good would be a good fit for him yeah, yeah. i agree with that i think um People in suits and, and and screwed up things are happening and you know matt reeves there it is Riddler is very like the game so <laughs> uh well all right we got our batman out of our system so that's cool i've been reading a lot of batman comics too so it's have you yeah what, what's he what's he been up to what's um i read a series to- called white knight that uh that I, I loved oh my gosh i loved it so much it was really good but you know he's pretty dark and broody and you know a little bit messed up and thinks about bats and his parents a lot it's that sort of thing <laughs> you know um all right hey uh justin real quick so uh it feels like it already fell out of uh out of the collective conscience consciousness last week all anybody could talk about is refugees and airplanes and people leaving yeah. afghanistan and political ramifications and fallout and you know messy exit and all this stuff and then this week, I feel like nobody's talking about it at all. And so in a weird way. Um, Wait, are we talking about Afghanistan? Yeah. Or it, feel, it just feels like it left, 
right? Or am I wrong? I guess I'm not watching 24-hour news network, so I don't know, you know. Well, neither do I. Uh, uh, No, I I think it's still there. Uh, The the breaking news this morning was that the Taliban said that uh, there would be no extensions on the August 31st deadline, and now they were going to be restricting Afghans from making it to the airport. So uh, I, I would... I, w- I wouldn't hold my breath on saying that Afghanistan is out of the news. Yeah. Just, well, probably never will be, you know, totally. But no, the, I think it's I mean, it'll probably be faded by the end of the year. Unless, of course, you know, this this exit has led to a need to reengage and we're redeploying troops or something on, on, on the outskirts of possibility. But uh, uh, I, I think, look, it it's already ugly. So if you're the Biden administration, the the thing that you can hope for is that. Well, it's, you know, we're just going to take our lumps and move on because foreign policy doesn't move the needle in the same way that the economy does. And and either of them currently move the needle in the same way that the coronavirus stuff does, which is really the thing that's kind of uh, powering Biden's uh, approval ratings down right now is is a decline in people's faith in him as a coronavirus leader. Right. So speaking of that, um some states having their worst numbers in the entirety entirety of the pandemic right now. Florida, your home state, Florida. In terms um, of infections, yes. Infections, yeah. They've they've hit all time highs on on all the waves. If you count the same waves they had in twenty twenty, the waves this time are higher, including the current wave. Um, does I, I always have this question? So you hear about local, you hear about states having issues, right? Specific issues like Florida, yes. Texas, Tennessee, some others that are just really off the charts at the moment. And then others doing a little better, and then a lot of stuff in the middle. Uh, Pfizer getting approved for you know their uh, FDA approval, all this stuff ha- plays a role in you know the news cycle. But here's my question: on the federal level, when Florida's taking a dump like this, um, it's easy to to everybody pile onto Florida and go, "Well, you're all obviously Florida's doing it wrong, and DeSantis is an idiot, and all this other stuff." But, uh. That what usually happens is then the that state will say, well, whatever, we're not getting support from the government or we don't think the administration, blah, 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 whatever. So they go back and forth in that way. I guess what I'm saying is does does it hurt or help the economic slash what's happening on the ground success that the administration needs? Like you were just saying, you know, the economy is the thing people focus on the most. So so is that affected by these states having this problem? Or can they effectively sort of shun them in the same way that, you know, Trump would shun San Francisco or the federal government? Yeah. Like, yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's we have this idea of federal government shun the states. Yeah. Can can they do that? I mean, they do that sometimes. Right. Like Trump did it. Trump did it. Everybody does it. They'll be like they'll they'll single it out. Somebody out and go. Ah, oh, the crime and the homelessness in Seattle. Look what you've done to yourselves. You liberal idiots. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, does that game yield anything for anyone on either side, or is this just nothing but blah, well, blah. Presumably, we would, I think, enjoy it if our federal government had a working relationship with our state governments. But uh, specifically in the world of politics, and when you were talking about somebody that might be a challenger to uh, Joe Biden's presidency in 2024 and Ron DeSantis, that is less likely to happen. Uh, I mean, I don't know where, where we want to, uh, where, where we want to start with this. I mean, I guess to answer your question directly uh, without going into the preamble, um, 
no, I don't think that does much but rally the hardcores. Although so much of politics now is rallying the hardcores. So, you know, it is what it is. Although I, I, I don't believe that having a, a opposite level discord between the federal government and the states just because it's Biden to DeSantis and Abbott now, as opposed to Trump to Whitmer and Newsom or Cuomo. Uh, I don't think that that necessarily does much for Biden being the kind of post political unifier that he sold himself as. Mm. So whether or not that was possible. Um, so I, I do think that it is probably a net drag on Biden's presidency but I don't believe that it wins any new converts when you are when you are on straight party lines doing a a tug of war. Yeah, that makes sense. Is, you do think DeSantis is locked for twenty twenty four? That's absolutely happening. In your Unless mind, another yeah. Florida retiree runs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I I would say by the polling, he is he is viewed by even some Trump supporters as kind of Trump with a filter. Yeah. Uh, and and Trump is viewed, especially considering he's still saying that elections are illegitimate, which will be an odd position when he tries to run in another election. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, that th- th- there are there are self-destructive tendencies to Donald Trump, both the candidate and the man that, you know, will will preclude him from winning. Right. And also, but then again, I don't think I don't know if, if if DeSantis DeSantis has to run for his office for his job again in in two years or in a year, uh, so he will be freshly elected to uh, a second term as governor should he win, then and then he would have to turn right around and kind of start running for president. But yeah. uh, you know, if Trump runs, then I would suspect he would probably just uh, he would probably you know take take a powder on that. Oh, you think DeSantis would? He just let Trump have. Yeah, have I think he stage? would clear the way for Trump, unless you are willing to go straight at Donald Trump. Yeah, and you will need to slice his throat. Yeah, like, <laughs> politically, metaphorically, <laughs> um, like you will. You will need to do to Donald Trump what Barack Obama did to Hillary Clinton, mm. uh, yeah. and and you will eat his heart and take his power in yeah. the way that Obama did to Clinton. Yeah. For that to be a thing, and so if you're not ready for that fight, ugh, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't think unless you're a hundred percent sure that's what you're gonna do, boy, that's gonna be a hard one. Yeah, I agree. And there are, are there other prominent names in that 2024 GOP group that you know, same thing? They'll probably just get out of the way. An article by Ben Jacobs, I believe his name is, of New York Magazine about all the Republicans that have already visited Iowa. The Iowa State Fair just came and went. Yeah. And, uh, uh, of course, since that is the first uh, uh, caucus of of the primary calendar in 2024, uh, people are already going to, you know, meet the folks and, and, you know, eat some fried butter and, uh, take some pictures, uh, with a, with a, a, a hog or something. Uh, <laughs> and people have gone down there. Mike Pompeo is one of them that has apparently gotten a pretty warm response. Ted Cruz is obviously still there, but also some insurgents like, uh, Marjorie Taylor green, uh, went oh, to the uh, Iowa state fair. Oh my Lord. All right. Well, Her, she's another one. Look, I think she, when her first term is done, she should go back and and renew her old dog the bounty hunter show and keep that going, keep that thing going. <laughs> this is 
Christy Nome or Marjorie Taylor Greene? Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She really, I thought, I think she missed a chance to never, keep that alive. She will never leave Congress. <laughs> she's too famous now. They made her too famous. Yeah, I now know. Now does yeah. is raise money, and she's in a district that she will never lose. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, this has all been good. We got Batman. We got uh, we got the Florida problems. We got all kinds of stuff here. Uh, even some sneaky ideas about what 2024 may bring. But I can tell you this. Uh, here's something that's not so sneaky. I'm going to be on with Justin. We're going to record a PX3 episode. And uh, if you want to get, I'm telling you right now, whenever we do this, Justin gets the gets the answers out of me. So if you want some real answers Good. out of me, you're going to You can't hang up on me on Discord. Nope. Right. <laughs> nope. He has no control on your show. Yeah. yeah. None. And, you are. and he always coughs up the good stuff on PX3. <laughs> I do. Uh, and I'm so I'm excited about it. That'll be happening. We're going to be recording that. I'm not sure when it'll go live. We'll make sure to let you guys know. And uh, make sure you check that'll be, that out. That'll be up live tomorrow morning. Oh, on, okay, on cool. Live. So you guys will hear it right away. Uh, immediately. Right now. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast. We will not only have the interview with Scott, but also a breakdown of what's happening in the house right now, actually a really crucial moment for Joe Biden's agenda when it comes to human infrastructure, as well as a look at the California recall, including the curious strategy of Gavin Newsom and uh, the fact that there might be a low turnout for Democrats, which could mean that radio talk show host, Larry Elder, who was reported last week to have pressured an ex fiance into getting a tattoo that said Larry's girl with a Superman logo on it <laughs> and apparently brandishing a gun in front of her could be the next governor of California. Wow. That sounds wow. great for California. Uh, excellent. You got out of there just in time. Justin Robert Young, everybody uh, find him at Justin R. Young on Twitter. Oh, I got to play this. Where is it? The jury will now retire. I'll see you next time. Well then, See gerbs. See Brian. I remembered again. You did. Well done, sir. I'm not a dummy. Sometimes. <laughs> um all right we are toward the end of the show which means bonus mashup time oh yeah yeah that means, i love uh, a bonus ma- a bonus mashup mm-hmm. love it this is an sbsa scott scott bad but did i not put him in i didn't put him in the template oh yeah because i didn't have access at the time i probably do now sbsa if you don't i'll tell you i'll tell you i have it right how come this is locked still i don't know it is uh, TMS sing along. Oh, all right. Well, this usually means Brian singing. So let's what let's hear it. At ESA song, Brian Scott Brian sing along. Oh, maybe Scott Brian sing along. Yep, oh, maybe. That's good. All right. Like well, we're about to find out. So sit back and enjoy this bonus from uh, him. It's called Summer of '92. By the way, is the name of this uh, track. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Enjoy. <laughs> On spaghetti on your shirt, are you sick already? Next week, arms are heavy. This vomit on his sweater already, mom. Spaghetti, you're under the gun and you take it on the land. He's lump, he's lump, he's lump, he's in my bed. I want to F you like barbecued chicken or whatever. <laughs> I want to F you in my back of my truck. <laughs> I want to take you to meet my mother. There you go. I lost on Jeopardy. I uh, lost on Jeopardy. I like Chris. First, I was afraid. It was petrified. <laughs> and then uh, with further inspection, and then I asked for a croissant with some jelly on the side. <laughs> I spent so many nights just hiding in my house. Just, Did just, you just, uh, ever know 
that you're my hero. I slept like shit. I hear the words you want to bleep when you're talking in your sleep. Ah, look at you over there with a song. And his John's on National Front. He always was a little runt. He's got his hands in the air with the other you gotta humanize yourself. There you go. I saw how you skipped over that word. Well, yeah, I did. It'll never be me. It's not It'll me. It'll never be me. What else can I be if I can't be me? What else would in be? In the papers today, there's a <laughs> hole in the roof. My position's causing me suspicion, but there's no proof. See? You and me, we come from different worlds. You use electrify when I look at other girls. You've got one hand in your pocket. And the other hand is holding a key For some reason What's that song? I forget how it goes uh, Girlfriend in a coma I can't think of his name <laughs> Morrissey 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 looks better yeah. the older he gets Morrissey looks better the older he gets too The more you ignore me The better looking I get oh. <laughs> Summer of 1992 The summer of 92 <laughs> Got my first real uh, six would still be a six string <laughs> Got my Nintendo 64 <laughs> Bought it at the five and dime. Wait, that's too early. It would have been a yeah, it's too early. I SNES. Know, I know. You'd have gotten your SNES. Bought my Super Nintendo Nintendo. Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. The wow. summer of '92. That is what it sounds like when I'm alone in the house and I'm walking around. I am singing pop songs with lyrics changed to whatever I'm doing. I assume so. Um, when I yeah. first started listening to you way back in the day, long before any of this stuff, mm-hmm. um, you would sing your theme song uh, for. I will, well, I still do. The Coverville theme right now is is me singing. Oh, that's you now. St- oh, it's different though than it used to be. Isn't it, it? Originally, was the Bruce Springsteen cover me, but uh, around oh, episode right. seventy five or a hundred, I changed it to. That's right. My, you still sing it now. Yeah. But yeah, you live every that. time. It's me every time. Uh-huh. I should just record it and put a put a recording of it on the beginning of the show. But no, I still sing. You don't sing it every time, right? You do record it. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to be true. I wanted. And there's that to no be full true. version of it. There is just a version of me doing the first verse and the chorus, and that's it. And that's that's the only version that's out there. But nice. Uh, I would like. I would love to do a real version of the song and put it up on iTunes and have a have a song on iTunes. It'll go viral. viral. Oh sure, yeah, sure it will. The closest I've got are voice samples I did for a bunch of Eric songs. Those yeah, on iTunes yeah. On, uh, Shoot them with laser or kill them with laser. Oh, that one's the that's uh, that's a nice party. Yeah, so that's not, two uh, artists. Right, then not... I got two artists. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, to which I contributed very little, very very mm-hmm. little from me. All right, let's right. get out of here. Uh, the, the, the reminder, okay? The whole uh-huh. shim sham here, the whole thing. The whole shim sham. The whole shim sham brought to you by you fine folks at home at patreon.com slash TMS. And I mean, and, it. it's literally and that's those, what we do. Yeah. And those patrons, special little treat this Friday, uh, play date, 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Come join us if you're a patron, even if you're not a patron. Um, come join us for a TMS play date Friday. Yep. <laughs> we figured we haven't talked about it actually during the show yet, and yeah. we need to. Yeah. But uh, TMS PM, 2 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time on Friday, and patrons get uh, first uh, join rights. First of the games. dibs. Yeah. 
We did we did Among Us last time, so I think this time is uh, some What the Dub and some Jackbox. Yeah, we'll mix uh, we'll mix some of those up. Maybe try some we haven't done in a while. I know some people uh, really like Among Us, but you know we gotta we gotta pace it. We gotta. It's Claire. Claire wants Among Us. She just like oh, oh yeah, look at her right now. Among... She just likes lying to everybody. And she like... likes she likes all caps is what she likes. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to undock your switch and get that off. Undock your switch. Um. All right. That's right. She wasn't there last time. We didn't even get to nope. have her play. Nope. All right. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. Send us your emails. The morning stream at gmail.com. We love them and uh, can't get enough of them. For everything else you're looking for, you know, it's frogpants.com slash TMS. Tomorrow we'll have a regular show with uh, Tom and Nicole and recommendals and me and Brian and all that. Yeah, so come yeah. back for that. And uh, Thursdays is normal too. And then. I'm gone Monday through Wednesday, and then Brian's gone till the 10th, but we'll, right. have, we'll have stuff. We'll have content. Right. We're going to try to do a couple of calls with Brian while he's out. That's right. Um, Brian calls in and drinks a Guinness. Yeah. We're going to have some uh, guest hosts uh, when I get back uh, here and there. I think I'm going to have, um, uh, who's I going to tell you about today? I forgot. Crap. Ooh, I'm excited. Who's I'm, it going to be? Who's uh, going to be? Uh, who, who Garrett? You gonna have Garrett as a host? Co-host? No, no Garrett. Uh, who was Joss? Gonna have Joss as a co-host? No good. No Joss. Uh, have Brent Dunaway as a co-host? No. Although that might be possible. Oh. Might do that. Uh, Kim All of sure. these other options pale in comparison to those. Oh, three. Travis. That's where TV's Travis is gonna come. Oh, really? Yeah, TV's yeah. Travis. Nice. Yeah. I All right. For, cool. I didn't forget. I'm just trying to get in my head who's doing what. So we're gonna have Travis for one of those days. We're gonna have uh, Kim for at least one, and then probably well, there'll be others. I can promise you that. But then Brian, if we can, cool. we're gonna work it out so he calls because it's like afternoon there yes, it'll be perfect exactly it'll be a very convenient time for me to call in yeah yeah so it should be good i'm looking forward to it oh my phone just did something weird hold on okay it's because <laughs> amber alert that's like two counties over oh there. really okay. i don't know why it's telling me i can't god why do those amber alerts have to be so damn obnoxious we <laughs> <laughs> know right i mean was it some kind kidding, of a, people, I'm emergency kidding. i have to respond your to. emails <laughs> Uh, just kidding. All right. Hey, that's it. We're done. Brian song play, please. Yeah. Aaron from Calgary wrote in and said, Hey, no specific reason for this request. I just love good jazz singing. I'm a longtime podcast listener and patron, and I'm just grateful for the years of entertainment. Thank you for sharing your time and talents with us. Signed Aaron from Calgary. His uh, favorite singer at the time right now is Aubrey Logan. She's done a bunch of stuff with, um, postmodern jukebox, but she's also put out some really good solo albums. Incredible jazz singer this this woman can scat and uh Ooh. no no uh better evidence of that than on this track right here it's a cover of mc hammer from her 2017 album impossible <laughs> here is aubrey logan and you can't touch this nice we'll see you guys tomorrow one two one two you can't touch this you can't touch this you can't touch this you can't touch this my, 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 my music hits me so hard it makes me say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me with a mind to rhyme and to hype that it feels good when you know you're down. A super dope home boy from the Oak Town and I'm known as such. And this is the beat, uh, you can't touch. I told you, homeboy, you can't touch this. Yeah, that's how we live in and you know you can't touch this. Look at my eyes, man, you can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. You can't touch this fresh new kicks and pants. You got it like that. Now you know you wanna dance and move out of your seat and get a black girl and give this beat what I throw in. Hold on, bump a little bit and let them know what's going on like that, like that. Going on a mission, throw for them back. Let them know that you're too much. And this is the beat. Uh, you can't touch. 
Yo, I told you, you can't touch this. Why you standing there, man? You can't touch this. Yo, sound the bell, school is in, sucker. Now give me a song, old rhythm, making them sweat. That's what I'm giving them now. They know you're talking about a hammer, talking about a show that's hype. And tight, singers are sweating so best on my mic or tape. To learn what's it gonna take in the 90s to burn that charts. Legit, get a work harder, you might as well quit. That's word because you know you can't touch this. You can't touch this. Break it down. Bust a few moves, run your fingers through your hair, this is it For a winner, dance to this and you're gonna get thinner moves Like you're wrong, just for a minute, let's all do the bump, 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 bump Yeah, you can't touch this Look, man, you can't touch this You better get high, boy, because you know you can't You can't touch this, ring the bell, school's back in Keys show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com we're not gonna have pepsi with baby flavoring in it selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is there to help you grow shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with shopify Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.